You're listening to Sprott Money Daily News. Good day. This is Jeff Rutherford with your Sprott Money Daily News for November 5th, 2014. The European Central Bank took over as a new chief supervisor of EU banks yesterday, which marks a major milestone in Eurozone banking. The creation of the Banking Union, whose legal mandate was agreed to within the last two years, shows the most significant change of power since the actual creation of the euro as a currency. The chair of the Single Supervisory Mechanism, or the SSM, Daniel Nu, who was speaking at a hearing with the European Parliament's Economic Affairs Committee on Monday, said the main task of the SSM would be to restore public confidence in the banking sector. An audit that took place last month of 130 large banks that was administered by the European Central Bank showed that 25 lenders across the bloc had failed so-called stress tests aimed at assessing whether banks would have the capital to be able to withstand future financial crises. Out of the banks surveyed, 25 failed the stress test, which revealed a combined capital shortfall of 24.6 billion euros. EU leaders promised to sever the connection between indebted banks and governments in the summer of 2012 by harmonizing rules on how to stimulate growth within failing banks and guarantee people's bank deposits and establishing the European Central Bank as a chief supervisor of the bloc's banks. India's gold import hit a 17-month high this week, largely in part to a relaxation of gold import curbs and the significant dive in global gold prices. Trade numbers released yesterday showed that the total gold imports during the month of October totaled 24.07 metric tons. This is the third time since June of 2013 when gold import restrictions were imposed that the monthly gold imports have crossed double digits. The gold imports surged nearly 16% upon comparison with the total gold imports of 20.8 metric tons during the previous month. The imports during October last year had totaled just 0.127 metric tons. It seems that the Indian government's announcement in May to relax gold imports that spurred rampant smuggling and allowed key export houses to import the yellow metal, while banks and nominated agencies were allowed to provide gold for domestic use as loans to jewelers and bullion traders. Jewelers and traders stockpiled huge quantities of gold in anticipation of higher demand during festive season, which led to high imports during September. Gold, silver and platinum has tumbled as the greenback advanced to a five-year high, and reduced haven demand yet again, and wiping $1.7 billion from metal-backed exchange-traded products. U.S. private sector jobs report beat forecasts, rekindling expectations for the Federal Reserve to set interest rate heights next year, also bolstered the dollar as well. Payroll processing firm ADP reported earlier that non-farm private employment rose by 230,000 last month, beating expectations for an increase of 220,000. The Institute of Supply Management reported earlier that its non-manufacturing purchasing managers index 57.1 in October from 58.6 in September. Analysts had expected the index to inch down 58, 58 points in October. Gold futures for December delivery slipped 1.9% to sell at $1,445.70 an ounce, while silver futures for delivery in December sank 3.2% to $15.44 an ounce. Platinum futures for January delivery fell 1.2% to $1,210.60 an ounce, and palladium futures for delivery in December slid 4.1% to $757.85 an ounce. Currently, gold spot prices dropped a whopping $23.20 to $1,145.94, and silver dropped $0.64 to $15.43. Platinum dived $14.35 to its current spot price of $1,213.65, and palladium has gone down $24.10 to $760.70 an ounce. 
Well, that's what's in the news. Don't forget our weekly sale on one-ounce OPM gold bars. Go to SprottMoney.com for more details. For Sprott Money Daily News, I'm Jeff Rutherford. Thank you for listening. Thank you.